0: what's new how is the world treating you my name is ed peters and i welcome you to another broadcast of what's new we move on today to verses 69 through 75 of matthew chapter 26 which brings us to the end of this chapter Here, in these verses, Matthew gives us his account of Peter's denial of Jesus, and here is what he writes. Meanwhile, as Peter was sitting in the courtyard, a girl came over and said to him, You were with Jesus, for both of you are from Galilee. But Peter denied it loudly. I don't know what you're talking about, he angrily declared. Later, out by the gate, another girl noticed him and said to those standing around, this man was with Jesus from Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it, this time with an oath. I don't even know the man, he said. But after a while, the men who had been standing there came over to him and said, we know that you are one of his disciples, for we can tell by your Galilean accent. Peter began to curse and swear, I don't even know the man, he said, and immediately the cock crowed. Then Peter remembered what Jesus had said, before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. And he went away crying bitterly.
1: problems and you solve them, hallowed be thy name, you supply all my needs and I call you out a father, hallowed be thy name, you're my almighty fortress in a time of tribulation, hallowed be thy name, and I am more than a conqueror in every situation, Hallow it be thy name. Fire, hallowed be thy name. You are love, you are life, you are Lord, over everything. Alpha, Omega, Jehovah, the King of Kings, wonderful way maker, worthy of my offering. Hallowed be thy name. You are love, you are life, you are Lord.
0: Peter did not realize how weak his faith really was, but Jesus had prayed that his faith would not fail, and it did not, for he did repent and come back into fellowship with his Lord. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder.
2: Imagine the scene. Peter had been one of the Lord's closest disciples. He had heroically tried to defend his Lord when they came to arrest him. But Jesus submitted to his captors, was bound and taken away peter followed at a distance to see what would happen after all he had planned to invest his whole life following this man peter followed when the crowd took jesus before annas a former high priest and a religious leader still with a great deal of influence but annas sent him on to his son-in-law caiaphas the current high priest Hastily, the highest Jewish court, the Sanhedrin, had been called to meet. There, Peter witnessed a terrible scene. This group heard Jesus and concluded that he was guilty of blasphemy, which carried the death penalty. Peter saw the crowd's reaction of hysterical horror to Jesus' admission that he was the Messiah and that he was equal with God and he was God. Peter saw the frenzied display of hatred of the evil sinful nature toward God. Peter witnessed all this. Then Matthew writes, Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway." where another girl saw him and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them, for your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses on himself, and he swore to them, I don't know the man immediately a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the words of Jesus, Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. All the other disciples evidently had fled in fear, but Peter followed at a distance. He was brave enough, or perhaps he loved the Lord enough, to come as far as the courtyard, the center of the house. Houses were built around open courtyards. Peter went this far. Perhaps he's by the open fire with others. He sees what's going on with Jesus. It's probably about three in the morning. Peter hasn't slept. A servant girl seems to recognize him. Others hear what she says, but Peter denies it. Still, Peter didn't run out, but he did retire as far as the porch. No doubt he is torn between running as far away as possible or staying. He decides to stay. Here at the gateway, another girl recognized him, this time with an oath Peter denied knowing Jesus. The oath does not refer to profanity, but to a strong declaration of innocence. Others heard Peter speak, and his Galilean accent gave him away. He was clearly from Galilee, that he could not deny. Their conclusion was that he might well have been one of Jesus' followers. This time Peter denied knowing Jesus and he called down curses upon himself if he wasn't speaking the truth. Again, this was a way of affirming his innocence. He might have said, May I immediately be struck dead if I'm not telling the truth? The point was that if he wasn't struck dead, then that proved that he was telling the truth. This was his third denial, and immediately he heard the rooster crow. Some suggest that the cock crow was the trumpet that sounded at 3 a.m. from the battlements of the castle of Antonia to signal the changing of the guard. The Latin word for trumpet call is a word which means Cock crow. The Bible, however, probably refers to a literal rooster crowing. In any case, this sound jogs Peter's memory. Jesus had predicted his denial three times before the rooster's crow. When Peter heard that sound, he remembered. And he went out and wept bitterly. Luke states that it was at this time that Jesus looked at Peter. Perhaps they were leading Jesus through the courtyard, or perhaps Peter saw Jesus at an open window. He had had three opportunities to witness for Christ. Not only did he miss them all, he denied knowing the Lord. It would be so easy to be hard on Peter, but who of us under the same circumstances would have gone as far as the courtyard and exposed ourselves to serious danger and possible death because of guilt by association. Peter wept tears of deep remorse and genuine repentance. Peter went out and wept. Judas went out and hanged himself. There's the difference. Judas claimed to be the Lord's disciple, but had never received him. Peter had. Peter had been very sure that he would never deny his Lord. Never. He did. He was human, as we all are. Paul once wrote these words to the Corinthians, If you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. 1 Corinthians 10, 12. Peter bravely affirmed his eternal loyalty to his Lord. Not many hours later, he denied him with an oath. He thought he was standing firm. Sometimes, such an attitude will immediately precede the greatest test. Peter evidently trusted himself when he promised Jesus undying loyalty, like he did when he sank walking toward Jesus on the Galilee. Now he sank again. Paul continues in verse 13, saying that temptation is common to all of us, but God will not allow us to be tempted beyond what we can bear, and that he will provide some way out of it. And Peter experienced that. God gave him the opportunity to get away from that place. That's precisely what Peter did. He fled, he took off. And that's a good thing to do when tempted. Often that's the best thing to do, to put some distance between you and the temptation site. It's also right to then weep bitterly. From this point on, Matthew doesn't mention Peter again. We are really not so different. There is much of Peter in all of us. We all struggle with ourselves. We all have temptations, but God is faithful. There's always a way of escape, if we want it. Peter became a mighty preacher and foremost leader in the early church. God didn't let him go.